This is the Mississippi Company Great Officer Podcast with your host, Captain Ian Scribellis. Happy Monday afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Mississippi Company Great Officer Podcast. Uh, we have a we have our second guest uh, on the podcast today, Captain Sean Smith, or as I like to call him, Red Velvet. Good Sean, afternoon. welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, before we get into th- this week's discussion topics, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, currently, I'm the uh, 890th uh, Engineer Battalion Training Officer, and uh, previous to that, I was at uh, Camp Shelby Range Control. Uh, previous to that, uh, I was in, in command of the 890th Engineer uh, Company uh, Vertical, or 859th, excuse me, 859th Engineer uh, Vertical Company. Uh, did a lot of time at Camp Shelby as a uh, Federal technician and Title Ten, so, um, but here I am now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Sean and I have actually we've worked together a lot at uh, at Camp Shelby, and uh, when I was a commander, he was also a commander for the uh, for the eight ninetieth. So, we've got a lot of history together, and uh, so yeah, this should be a good one. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into week four's discussion topic, which was uh, what are some do's and don'ts for junior commission officers. Uh, so this episode, obviously, we're going to talk about a lot of do's and don'ts, and um, it's going to kind of tie into what week's five discussion topic is going to be, which is going to be you know a little bit about leadership. But um, let's go ahead and dive on into it. So I think the the first one is is really the biggest one, and it's it's do the work. And Sean, I think you agree with me. Um, you know, as, as a brand new second lieutenant coming in. Let's just be honest. I mean, you generally don't know anything. I mean, I know we have some guys that were, you know, prior enlisted E6, E7s um, that that know how to do the job. But, I mean, for the most part, it's, you know, 22, 23-year-olds coming in that have no experience. That's right. And even if you have been prior enlisted and you've done the work before, uh, your subordinates at the time, they've never seen you do the work. And they don't know, they don't know you like that. Uh, so sometimes you have to dig in, get your hands dirty, uh, even though you're on the planning uh, side of it, you know, you have to get in there and get your hands dirty, um, but not get too involved. Like we, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, um, my operations and CEO, Master Sergeant Kelly. I mean, he he summed it up with it's it's like digging a ditch. How can you go and tell somebody to dig a ditch when you yourself have never done had dug the ditch? So, uh, I mean, you don't know what all the time factor that goes into digging the ditch, you know, what all resources you need. So dig the ditch, go in, put in the work, let your guys see that you're putting in the work. Um, Cause then that shows that you, that you care, that you want to be there. You want to learn. But like Sean mentioned, you don't want to be so involved that you lose sight of the bigger picture and you don't meet the mission requirements. Um, you know, and then also you you got to be you got to be a sponge. I tell all my junior junior uh, officers coming in, you have to be a sponge. That that platoon sergeant that you're going to be paired up with, I mean, he's been around for a while. He knows things. I mean, I know my first platoon sergeant. You know, he's old enough to be my father, um, and I, I learned I learned a lot uh, from that man. So you, you definitely want to go in. And at the end of the day, you are the leader, but you need to learn. That's right. And, and you've got, I mean, we're using the analogy of digging a ditch. Uh, and, you know, whatever your MOS may be, whatever your specialty may be, there's going to be someone there with you that's dug that ditch before, that's done whatever you're going to do before. You're going to have that senior enlisted 
uh, that first sergeant, or you're going to have that E7 that's been there before. And you've got to lean on them, and you've got to sponge off of them. Don't think you're going to be the subject matter expert, but it's your job um, to sponge off of them, to rely on them, to lean on them. Uh, and at the end of the day, I've always said, you know, I don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. And I, and I don't say this in a cocky way. I just, like, I don't have to be the smartest guy in the room because the smartest guy in the room works for me, you know, as a company commander. I had, I was the uh, company commander of a vertical, vertical construction company and I had a construction warrant. I mean, I've got a warrant officer. He is the subject matter expert in construction. So I lean on him, he and I work together, but we also both get in there and get our hands dirty. I, have a, I had an E7 who had done construction for years. I get in there and get my hands dirty from them. You're learning from them as you're guiding them toward the completion of this mission. Yeah, I think that's that's like one of my biggest pet peeves, you know, is I see a lot of these younger guys come in or gals come in and they think because they're an officer that they don't have to actually do the physical labor part. They don't have to do the work. And that's that's the wrong answer. I mean, I, honestly, I don't care what rank you are. You are never too good to to not do the work. I mean, you have to put in the time because, uh, like I said, like I've said before in other podcasts, um, your soldiers are watching you. They're watching every move you make. Um, you know, I, I know for me as a commander, Sean, I know you you too as a commander, uh, we were right there with our guys, you know. And I, I don't dig the ditch, but I blow up the ditch. But, you know, whether it's walking the gun line, doing some fire missions with my guys, I mean, just it's, it's, it's the little things. It's the little things that your guys really pick up on. Right. Do not be the one standing there with your hands crossed watching other people sweat. That will get you nowhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, and um, <clears throat> brings us to our next point is is find find a mentor, uh, and also you know look at look at your peer group as well, uh, and, and bounce ideas off of each other. Um, you know, Sean, when you and I work together, constantly bouncing ideas off of each other to to improve uh, our organization. That's right. Um, as as company commanders, you know. Uh, Captain Scrabellis and I were company commanders at the same time, and we would have out there somebody's going through the same situation you're going through. You know, I've had I've had uh, soldiers who were were uh, you know failing their urinalysis. Uh, Ian had the same thing. I had soldiers who were failing PT tests. Ian had the same thing, and we were like, what can we do to you know what can we do to reach these soldiers? What can we do to improve our APFT? What can we do to uh, Prove our AWOLs, you know, what are, what are you doing about this situation? What are you doing about that situation? Don't be afraid to go out and ask your peers because they're going through the same things and they're struggling and they may be struggling on their own. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, your mentor, when we say a mentor, it doesn't necessarily have to be your first-line supervisor, your boss, you know, a major or a colonel. It can be that platoon sergeant. It can be that master sergeant, that first sergeant, that sergeant major because, I mean, those are the guys that have been around. So, you know, don't think because you outrank somebody that they can't be your mentor. Because I can tell you right now, a, a lot. I mean, I, I've got a lot of good officers that are my mentors, but some of the best I've had have been those E sevens and those E eights uh, on the ground. And and I know we're, we're talking about the big situations. You know, what what do I do about this this big thing going on? But with the little situations, with with acronyms or with with uh, you know pieces of equipment that you don't even know what the, what somebody's talking about. And we live in an age where you can Google something up. You, know, you hear an acronym, you can Google it. But if you can't get get it Googled down, then you can ask a friend. You know, hey, what do they mean? What's APFT stand for? And I'm just pulling out of an acronym. But you would rather 
sound silly to your peer. I'd rather sound silly to Ian than I would in front of, you know, in front of my platoon or in front of my company. So find a peer that you can bounce things off of or you can ask questions to that you don't mind sounding silly to sometimes to get to get that silliness out of the way before you're standing in front of your subordinates. Yeah, and this and it kind of goes into our, our, our next bullet point is, you know, you need to have a plan and you need to have multiple courses of action because you don't want to be, you know, in that brief and you're briefing the colonel or you're briefing a general or whoever you're, or even if it's, even if it's your own troops and you go in there and you, you get caught with your pants down and, you know, with the, having a plan, you need to have multiple courses of action because, you know, we've all been there where we have laid out the best laid plan and we've got a couple courses of action. Um, and then when the operation starts, everything just goes out the window and I mean the entire plan is is has shit the bed and even some of your course of action so you also need to be able to think outside the box as well right now and that to me that goes back to talking with your mentor talking with your peers and then talking with your your leadership you know as a as a platoon leader you're, you're going into a situation you're going to talk to your your leadership you know your company commander your battalion commander um, and with that probably get a course of course of action uh, going with them then you talk to one of your peers and they're like hey i would do this or i would lean this way then you talk to another peer and they were like hey man i would go this route so then you you've got three or four courses of action developed one with your mentor one with one peer one with another peer and then you've got your own ideas and out of those three you come up with your own and and, and now you've got a sensible direction to go in instead of just out there flopping in the breeze by yourself yeah and you know and and i know this is this is geared more towards our junior officers you know some people are probably going to be looking at well the plan should already be laid out for us but i can tell you right now like um i've been i've been with a lot of good officers but there was times as a junior officer where we didn't have a plan i had i had my commander's intent and i had to plan off that so uh, and really and truly, that's that's really all you need is your commander's intent, and and you need to be able to make a plan and be able to operate as long as you're operating with inside that commander's intent, you're good to go. But yeah, you 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 should not wait until a drill weekend to figure out what's going on. You know, you need to you need to have have everything planned out because I mean generally you know where you're going, um, you get your drill schedule, so you can go ahead and start even though you may not have an op order. Uh, you can go ahead and start planning um, and getting with your platoon start getting with with and with your peers or your mentor and start planning for those uh, for those drill weekends those exercises that you're going to conduct yeah I, I think I'm kind of backing up a little bit but I was just thinking you know um, it's I don't know what I was gonna say I lost myself that's cool man brain fog <laughs> it happens with old age but, oh no, uh, I'm, I'm there I got it I got it so so you know, I don't. I don't think that I'm. You know, some people operate two different ways. Some people operate on the knowledge that they have in their head and the knowledge they gain over experiences, and some people operate on their relationships. And I and I think I'm truly one of those people that operate on relationships. Not that I don't have some knowledge in my head, but going back to um, talking about mentors and peers and discussing things with your leadership and your senior enlisted leadership that you've got. <clears throat> You've got to make those connections with those with those people. You've got to make those connections to know who knows what. Um, you know, you sit down, and you talk to your senior enlisted, and you know you can gauge their their level of intelligence on the subject that you're that you're in. You can gauge with your peers. You know what their expertise are. Like I know um, Ian's 
field artillery. I know his MOS. All, all my other um, peers, I know what their MOS is. I know where their strong suits are. <clears throat> a lot of them that are not full-time with the military, you know what their strong suits are outside the military. They may be in field artillery, but they may be an accountant on the, on the, the, the full-time side. But you've got those guys as resources. And some people will say, oh, you're, you know, if you're going to mentor all the time talking about things, you're, you're brown-nosing or you're, you know, you're, you're politicking. But it's networking. You've got to network. You've got to know where, where the smart people are. And I think that uh, in, it just in my career, I've tried to keep up with where the smart people are so that when I'm like, hey, I've got a mission or a, a training exercise coming up that's going to involve field artillery, hey, man, I'm going to call Ian and pick his brain about field artillery. And you know, we both worked in uh, prior. We worked to uh, at range control. I still get phone calls now from people that are going to go out to Camp Shelby Ranges. And, hey, where can I do this? Where can I do that? If I get, if I'm going to go up to uh, Camp McCain, you know, I'm going to find one of my peers that's worked up there and pick his brain about what can I do where at Camp McCain. Maybe just to do that before I make the call to Camp McCain, so I don't look too silly to Camp McCain. But it's 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 about networking. And when I say that, it's your mentors, it's your peers. It's your senior enlisted, uh, and it's even your lower enlisted. When you start talking to them, there are some sharp guys in your formation that know a lot of things. So get to know your mentors, your peers, your enlisted advisor. Get to know your guys. Get to know your people. That would be another do, I guess. Do know the soldiers in your formation. Exactly. Um, you know, and you know, knowing your soldiers goes back to. I mean, it pays dividends um, because. I mean, I mean, down to the nitty-gritty details like you know, their their kids' names, you know, heck, I mean, everything about them. Because you know, when you see them and you treat them like a human being, you know that 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 goes a, that goes a long way. They're not just some number in in a formation. Um, so, and then that's another thing. Don't don't be a robot. You know, don't just hide behind your rank and think that you're that you're automatically better than everybody else. You know, you need to be a human being. Uh, and, and, and this, so I'm going to throw this word out there. Um, uh, you know, leadership is, is a dichotomy. And, and what I mean by that, you know, you can go and look up the definition, but it, it, it's a balance. With everything, you know, if you lean too much to one side, you're going you're gonna to be thrown off. So you, you have to find that, that good balance of, of being a leader. You know, when I say be human, you know, you need to treat them like human beings. But at the same time, you need to be a leader. So, I mean, you're going to have to make some, some tough calls sometimes, and you can't let your personal feelings get in the way of you being a, a, a good leader. Because at the end of the day, you are in charge of, of another person's life. So you, you, have to, you have to find that good balance um, of, of, of being human and, and, and not being real life. You know, would, you know, would you agree with that? I do. So, Absolutely. I don't, I don't know how to add to that. Though. Yeah, and <laughs> so, and, and another thing, you know, a lot of people, you throw out this word counseling and instantly people start, I don't know if afraid is the right word to use, but, you know, they they typically kind of steer away from it. But you need to, you need to be counseled. As a junior officer, um, your, your, your first line supervisor, your commander or whoever it is that's over you, if they're not counseling you, if you don't get an initial counseling, and you don't get your you know quarter counselings, um, you you're being done a disservice. Now, uh, you know I always did my initial counselings, uh, but I, I I admit you know I slipped up and I didn't 
actually do like my quarter counselings. I would have, you know, I would pull my guys in and we would talk about it in the office, but it's actually you know, putting it down on paper. What I saw that they did right, what I saw that they did wrong, you know, throughout the quarter, you know, I, I was kind of bad about that, you know, and it, I beat myself up about it. But you, you have got to, you've got to be counseled. And then on the other hand, you have got to counsel your soldiers because you're never going to get better as an organization if you don't know what you did right and what you did wrong. Right, and, and we talked about um, you know talking to your your first line supervisor, your company commander. Don't be afraid to go in and ask them. You know, hey, how am I doing? If they're not counseling you, if you haven't been initially counseled or you're not getting counseled quarterly, don't be afraid to go in and say, hey, how am I doing? Am I doing what you expect of me? Am am I reaching those expectations? And then and again, make sure you turn around and you're doing that with any of your subordinates. And, and, Sean, I think you're going to laugh when I say this because this goes back to our range control days with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Thompson, but you got to have thick skin. You, you will not make it in this organization or really any organization if you do not have thick skin, if you can't take criticism. Right, and, 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 and at times, uh, in those examples you're talking about, it was it's not about you, it's about the organization. So I'm not coming down on the person of Ian. I'm coming down on the, the person that works here. We've got to make this organization better. So if I make Ian better, then I make the organization better. And uh, if Ian gets his feelings hurt because of something I said, then that's not helping the organization either. So you have to have thick, thick skin, very thick skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, I may step on some, some toes here when I say this because I think, you know, right now, I mean, it's, it's bad, you know, across the Army and – I mean, really across every branch of the military, but, um, you know, we, we let, uh, you know, I, I, and I'm going to throw PT out there, you know, um, we're so scared of, of letting people go because they're not doing PT or they're not going to, uh, NCOES, you know, and we're doing our, our formations a disservice by not counseling those soldiers, by not, um, you know, and I, I hate, saying this but like kicking soldiers out because at the end of the day you know a lot of people say well i don't i don't want to kick a soldier out well you're not the one doing it it's that soldier and we're doing a disservice to all the soldiers that are doing the right thing um that have you know they're being at drill they're doing their pt they're going to their ncos and they see you know joe schmo over here that's not um and they're still moving up the chain of command so don't don't be afraid to to kick that out because kick those soldiers out because the best way to grow your organization it's it goes back to like you know simple analogy of pruning a tree you know the only way for a tree to grow is sometimes you got to prune it um you know you you need to counsel those soldiers on what they're what they're doing wrong um and if if you don't see any improvement and they're not improving and you have the paperwork to back it up well then hey you need to you need to do the hard thing and and start a separation packet that's right. Now, uh, you hit on the PT, which is probably my my soft spot, <laughs> but because I struggle with PT, and if any of you do, that know me, you know, I struggle with PT. I have an appearance that is not the the cookie cutter army officer, but I'm getting better. But I do uphold the standard. I pass high height and weight. I pass the the APFT. I, I look. Uh, my, my uniform is in order. I've got you know all my patches are straight and things sewn on correctly. And so it goes back to you yourself upholding the standard, you know. Um, you've got to make sure that you, as the officer, uphold the standard. Uh, and that's all the standards. 
<clears throat> you can't pick and choose. And, and, and I think we – and I've struggled with that. I think, you know, because I because I struggle with PT, I, I, maybe I tend to uh, to slack off on someone who, who is not a, a stellar performer in PT. And I've seen officers who their uniform looks like they just rolled out of bed with it and there's they've got patches in the wrong place and they, they're, they're not sewn on or, or, or they're Velcroed on crooked. And they may be more lenient towards soldiers whose uniforms are jacked up all out of whack. So you can't you can't pick and choose. You gotta you've gotta set the standard, you've gotta look the standard, and you've gotta enforce the standard. And if you can't <clears throat> and you've gotta be able to, like I said, enforce that standard or get your enlisted soldiers to enforce that standard for you. Um, but so again with with the um, with the PT thing, you know, don't be afraid to counsel those soldiers to improve them. I mean, we don't just, you don't want to just, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm picking an opposite side of, uh, of Captain Scribellis. I don't know if you've seen him and you've seen me, maybe you see the, the differences there, but I mean, you don't want to get rid of a guy. If he's meeting the standard, you don't want to ride him, ride him to the ground. And if he's almost getting there, you know, he's failing his run by 30 seconds or 20 seconds. I mean, what are you doing to help him? You know, me, I, I'm always right there pa- passing my, my run time by, a good 15 seconds to the good but so i'm out there with those remedial pt guys you know we set up a uh, set up a group set up a um a, a pt group and i'm out there with them because i can always improve my pt and it's hard especially if they're in a um in a idt stats but yeah maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. we're drifting away and, but. and i know I, I probably came on strong a little bit about <laughs> kicking the soldier out and i guess what i what i meant by that was you know these guys that have been in you know 10 plus years and they've never passed pt they've never done the ncoes you know those those are the guys but i mean you have to be out there with them you have to like like sean said set the standard be be a leader you know it and it's a and talking about setting you know setting set setting something up with them it's amazing uh, as a platoon leader as a as a uh, company commander how you almost don't realize how much control you have over your group of subordinates. You know, if you want to do something, all you have to go is go and tell the commander, hey, sir, we're going to go do a company run this time. We're going to go do a, a ruck march. We're going to go do this type of training. We're going to go do... And most of the time, it's going to fit into the, the training schedule. And if it doesn't, then you can, you know, kick it up the road to the next time. But don't be afraid to, to set the example, to set the standard, hold the standard, and then create training events to help your subordinates keep that standard. Yeah, and um, another thing that that I hear that I've heard a lot in the past is, well, I'm only I'm only uh, an officer on drill weekends. No, that is that is the wrong attitude. That's you know, not how leadership works. Yeah, you are an officer, even if you're in the National Guard. You're an officer twenty four seven, whether you like it or not. So if you have that attitude, I'm just gonna be honest. You need to you need to you need to check yourself. And if this is not what you want to do, then you need to find another career because, like I said uh, earlier in this podcast, I mean, you're in charge of somebody's life. I think this so, turned into a counseling. I yeah, felt like this it, was a good well, do's hey, and don'ts. You got to counsel. Turned, you you gotta turned gotta it counsel into soldiers. <laughs> counseling me? <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and, you know, and, and another thing, you know, don't, don't ever stop learning. I mean, it doesn't matter what rank you hold, you are never stop learning you can always learn so i mean heck i i can tell you right now there's some things that you know i thought i knew that i didn't and um i've had privates teach me stuff so that's another thing you know 
just because you don't don't look at somebody's rank because they may be more experienced than you think. You can learn from you can learn from everybody. It, and this maybe I'm jumping around again with another do here, but do write things down that you do. You know, I mean, I know in the EES the evaluation system, your OER system, there's a uh, support form. Start your own little word document support form. And on drill weekend, you go to drill weekend and you do something or you do some training or in between you do some training online for risk assessment training or whatever you do, write it down. Just make a little note on your little word document that you've got on your desktop or your computer or you've got in your hard uh, notebook. Because when it gets time for that OER, you'll be you'll be trying to pick your brain. You'll be trying to pull up what you've done. And so many times, especially young, I see young NCOs. And I see young officers doing it. They just don't know, and it's they don't know how to sell themselves, or they don't know how to, to they don't know how to. And this may be in, for another time, like working on a subject about OERs or a subject about uh, resumes. Yeah, absolutely. But you you have to take that training and turn it into something. You know, I had young NCOs that would say, "Oh man, all I did was drive an MRAP." You know, all I did was drive an MRAP, or all I was was an MRAP commander when we were deployed. No, you you were in charge of a. You know, five hundred thousand dollar vehicle. You were you were in charge of the daily maintenance of a five hundred thousand dollar vehicle. Well, who doesn't want to see that on a resume? You know, mm-hmm. well, this guy was in charge of five hundred thousand dollar piece of machinery and he kept it running. He can keep whatever I've got going on at this this job going. So yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, your commanders and they're they're watching you, and I mean, generally they know overall the the level of success or, or failure you've done throughout the the rating period, but. They don't know everything. You know what you've done. Yeah. So you like like Sean said, you've got to you've got to sell yourself and, and you know and like what I do is, you know, even if it's not on the EES system, like I'll, I'll on a Word document throughout the year, I'll, I'll write down everything that I've done, you know, and it and it's it's little stuff like, okay, I went to this school and I That's achieved right. this during this school or well, I led this did this many missions. You see your ORB, you know, anything that's a forty hour course can go on that ORB. Um, but anything that's, that's not, I mean, if you just do a, a, a four-hour online course or a six-hour course on a drill weekend, write that down. That may be something that one of your peers doesn't have that might set you ahead of someone later on. Plus, it's going to help. It's just going to help you. And, uh, I mean, I guess, like I said, getting ahead, getting ahead of your peers with things. I can't get ahead of anybody. Every time I sign up for a class, I show up and everybody else is sitting in there. Yeah, we got a pretty good peer group. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's, some, there's, some, uh, but, there's a lot of studs out there. But – Keep up with what you're doing throughout the year. Do write it down uh, because when it comes uh, when it comes to getting your OER support form or your OER together, you're going to start thinking back, man, what have I done? Well, I haven't done anything. No, you've done a lot. You just didn't take good notes. <laughs> yeah, and then so, and I guess this, my next do, I, I would say do the research. So read. You have got to read. The Army comes out with, a reading list every every branch comes out with a reading list you know and you've got to you've got to read like there's so many good books that have come out i know general mattis's book just came out um uh about face that's that's a that's an outstanding book to read by colonel david hackworth um that that's a that's a really good one. I highly suggest if you haven't read about face, that that's a good one. And then of course, you know, some people that know me are gonna roll their eyes right now because I, I can't go that long without talking about uh, Jocko Willing and and Leif Babin. Uh, they've got a ton of good books out there. Um, Dichotomy of Leadership. Um, 
that's that was the second book that they came out with. Uh, Extreme Ownership was their first one. Uh, heck, they've even got a lot of good kids' books out there that uh, I've actually started reading to my oldest because you're never too too young to start learning about leadership. Mm. I'm I'm, so, I'm just not a reader. I've got to do a better job at that. But Audible, baby. But I know a guy who reads a lot, and I'll just call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 you know. Um, if, if you don't have time, like I'm like for me, I'm, I'm always on the road, um, with, with my job. So I have audible. Uh, I know that may not be an option for a lot of people, but you know, for me, that's, that's like the best option because I will throw an audio book on there. You know, I get one credit a month, um, and throw it on and, and go. So, I mean, I'm, I'm driving and learning at the same time. Um, you know, and you know, <clears throat> Digging, digging to to doctrine, um, and and don't, and this is another thing. So don't be complacent. Uh, you know, we always say all the time, be, the army is always changing, and you got to be adapted. Um, if if you're complacent, those that are complacent are, are going to be the ones that die, or and, and get weeded out. Yeah. Nothing. You know, I nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> so I, you know, I think I think we've hit hit on a lot of a lot of great topics um uh and again i you know i, I sean i appreciate you you taking time and and, and meeting me and, well, and well i hope i've added to your uh your your podcast here yeah <laughs> and, and and like i said you know I, I know this is this is the fourth episode and we've had a few people um listen and comment and say you know this is been really helpful and you know at the end of the day i mean if it if it only gets to one person and it really helps out that one person well then i feel like we've, we've done our job because and that's that's what this is all about is is it goes back to our mission statement you know we're, we're just trying to build a better force um and build up our junior officers to be better than us okay. so got a question so when this is posted there'll be comments and you can comment because that's where i'm going to come up with all my great stuff yeah. as soon as we hit stop recording here i'm going to come up with all this great stuff in my brain and i may put it in the comments or i guess everybody else can feel free to put their do's or don'ts in the comments yeah hey no holds bar either so, don't don't let sean smith talk on the radio anymore yeah don't. so i mean if, if if we're you know if i'm not doing doing what i need to do or if i you know i'm not hitting on some topics that y'all you know, uh y'all want to hear from or, I, or i'm talking you know crazy talk man let me know uh you know i got i got pretty thick skin so want to get better and i you know i I just want to help help those under me um sean hey you got anything else to add i don't know man it's we we talked about it already we said what do the work Uh, don't be afraid to reach out to peers don't be afraid to reach out to mentors Uh, don't be afraid to make the decisions I'm, we went through a bunch of do's and a bunch of don'ts. Yeah. I'm trying to look back over the little notes that we and, scribbled here. Yeah, and hey, and again, you know, there, there's there's hundreds of other things, you know, do's and don'ts that, that we can talk about. So, you know, if we didn't hit it up, please, please hit it up on the message board. Uh, again, I just want to thank everybody that comments uh, throughout the week. And, you know, you don't have to just post uh, a comment about the, the weekly topic. You know, if there's other questions or concerns out there that you want to know, put it on the message board and somebody, somebody out there will, will answer it. Um, so we have a lot of smart uh, individuals in our organization uh, that really get after it. But, again, Sean, hey, thank you for coming on. Thank you for everybody listening and uh, posting on the message board. So this has been Ian and Sean out.